0: Love, Talk Radio.
1: Hi, I'm Jody Mullen. Welcome to Freakishly Well Behaved Kids. This series of podcasts is dedicated to helping parents and other people who are connected with children help children behave and be their best. I'm in a unique position to share this with you because I've been a child counselor and play therapist for nearly 20 years. I'm also a mom. I've learned many lessons from my child clients and my own children. These lessons have informed my parenting as well as the parent coaching that I do as part of my clinical practice. I recognize in working with thousands of children and parents that there are simple principles for parenting. I will cover more than 20 principles for Blissful Parenting so you too can have freakishly well-behaved kids. These principles are simple and life-altering. They will change the relationships you have with children, how children behave, and how you feel yourself about yourself, <laughs> that was weird, around children and improve your overall parenting esteem. <laughs> In this podcast, I will talk about a specific principle or lesson and how you can apply it. There will be special guests that will further our conversations about parenting and children. You'll want to stay tuned for my upcoming book, Blissful Parenting, and check out my website, com and follow me on Twitter at Dr. Jodie Mullen. For today's show, I am joined by my friend, sidekick, mental health counselor, play therapist mom and grandma, June Rickley, and we are addressing the issue of creating stability for children. So welcome,
0: June. Hi, Jody. Thank you. I
1: just wanted to give a little reminder before we get started talking about this um, really important topic, um, is that when June and I are sharing stories related to our clinical work, we have made um, every effort to disguise any identifying information. So any likeness um, that you may hear is, like, connected to somebody you may know, is just a mere coincidence. So I just wanted to remind the group that we do that every single show. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, so the reason we're going to talk about stability, and this is definitely one of the core twenty principles for blissful parenting is that um in the in the twenty years or so that I have been doing clinical work, so that means not just my work with children um but also my work with adolescents and adults, is there's one thing that's consistent in terms of all the people who show up for. Um, counseling, and that is there is a great deal of chaos or instability in their lives. And so um, one of the things that I learned over time um, was certainly, and this is from my clients, mostly my child clients, though, I will say, is that there is a huge importance in terms of creating stability if you want to create peace, if you want to create um, Uh, um, the feeling of a child having esteem and knowing what to expect. And so this is really at the heart of um, having freakishly well-behaved is being able to create stability. Before we talk any further about that, though, I also wanted to say that I recognize that our lives are pretty chaotic and that, that includes my own, and that not all of us, I mean, I'm a person who, when my children were younger, could not have regular bedtimes or dinner times. It just didn't work with our schedule. So, um, but there are ways that even if there's some chaos in your life, and for many of us, like I said, there's lots of chaos in our lives, um, that you can create stability. So, June and I are going to talk um, a bit about um, that today. And, um, and hopefully uh, you'll get something really good out of this. I have a feeling you will. These are um, changes you can make that will drastically affect um, the way your kids feel, but also the way you feel and the way you guys feel about each other. We thought we'd start off by talking about ways that you can create stability for yourself. Because if you're not doing that, then the ability to be effective um, in doing that for and with your children is really diminished. So we wanted to talk about some ways that um, may, we create, have created stability for ourselves, mostly as parents. Um, we're also both professionals, so we have to weave that in too. But um, some of the ways that we've done that, that have helped us. The other thing about that is, it also models for your children um, how to do that as well. So they've learned how to not just count on you to create stability, but how they can create some stability for themselves. So that's where we're going to get started, and then we'll um, also talk about ways you can create stability for your kids um, so that they know what to expect and how to expect it. So anyway, here we go. (laughs) So so I I think one of the places I have a – You know that I can start off with is I have like a very busy life. I run business. I um, am a full time professor at SUNY Oswego in um, New York State, and um, I also do a lot of sort of tangential things that are kind of work, but don't have to happen at work. So I do some working from home as well, and. I know that one of the things that really helps me is, um, in terms of stability is knowing that there's certain things I do at certain times of day. Like even my morning routine is pretty um, steady. And so having that steady morning routine helps me get into even a really busy day or a really chaotic day, already feeling kind of grounded and centered. And, you know, one of the things I Thinking of as like what what ways do I can uh, create consistency for myself? How how many um, years is it now, June, that we've been running every Tuesday morning together? <laughs>
0: so, so,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a I long think.
0: time. It,
1: yeah, it's like a thing that we can count on, and I think and that I never have to think about. Hmm, what am i going to how am i going to start my day on tuesday morning i know i have to go take out the trash and i know then i i meet up with june and and sometimes some others to go for a run so it that is like very comforting um and it lets me kind of put you know some of my anxieties about how the how i'm going to start the day on hold so um i think like that's just a couple of examples myself um how about you june do you have any examples that you would like to share
0: well i I think um similarly to you that the um how I feel most like calm and stable and all of those things is when I have my um my regular workout schedule, which um Jody just mentioned that um you know we're alike in that way in that um working out and staying physically fit is a big part of um our lives and not only physically fit but it helps to keep me like mentally um mentally fit. And along with that, like I have healthy eating, so I like my regular meals with my with my healthy foods and I was I was thinking about um on my way here this morning actually I was thinking about that as much as I love vacations and I love to travel often <laughs> toward the end of a vacation I start to feel like a little bit like I don't want to say a little bit unstable because <laughs> I don't really feel unstable but I feel a little bit off because i haven't had my my regular things that i are are predictable and and that i can fit into my normal life at home and um and and so i think all of those things that i do like to take care of myself um make me feel um like like i have much more stability in my life
1: yeah, so even when, like, even when our my week is chaotic or my Tuesday is chaotic, which looks like tomorrow will be, I still know that I have that stable start to the day. And so that's what we're really, you know, asking you to think about is, so I really want you to think about this because you have to have a level of awareness in order to then take some action is how do you create stability for yourself if it's I have dinner every night at 5.30. Terrific. If it's I work out three times a week, um, you know, like clockwork, terrific, whatever. You know, it may be I I start every Sunday morning by reading the Sunday paper. However you do that, that is great. So I want you to explore ways that you already create stability for yourself. And then um, what happens when you miss it? And I think June giving that example of vacation was such, (laughs) such a good example um, because that when we do get thrown off um, from that stability, it does even if it's an exciting kind of thing, it does really throw us off. So once we realize how we're doing that um, and making sure that that we are, then the next step is okay. How do you do that for your family? Because there's lots of things that are going to throw off um, stability for your family. It's a different sports season. You you know you move. Um, mm-hmm your you know um your child starts um, church school whatever it you know it may be there's just tons of things that throw off um, your routine and so um we're so once we have established a routine ourselves we really want to make sure that one our kids kind of see that so we're modeling it but we're looking for ways that we can create some, some routines for the kids cuz that helps them feel more stable more centered more peaceful um less Anxious and when kids are anxious, and I know I've talked about this before, but it is absolutely worth saying again that when kids are anxious, it shows up as irritability, it doesn't show up the same way typically, um, that it does when adults or adolescents are anxious. Sometimes with older kids it might, and and some younger kids it might. But what you most often see is irritability. So when your kid is being irritable and and then not well behaved, those two things go together. And that might be anxiety more than just them being naughty or something like that. So... Um, so that's why it's so important to create the stability. One of the things that we learned, um, and June and I can both speak to this, is that especially with our child clients, that they really counted on that so much from us as their therapist because their lives were so chaotic. So um, we used to, one of the things that we used to do is be in a particular school, elementary school, and if We'd have picked, you know, if there was a holiday, and we were usually there on Mondays or whatever, and there was a holiday, and so we missed that week, it really threw the, the kids off. Or if there was a fire drill during the time that they were supposed to come, that really threw them off. So we try, as um, clinicians and in our clinical practice, to keep things as stable as possible. And that, you know, life isn't <laughs> entirely stable, so there, that does mean there can be some things that change up, like, but we try to keep um, and practice keeping our clients at the same time, on the same day, on a weekly basis if that's um, what needs to be. But we also try to keep some stability in terms of, the room that we use to do counseling in, we don't make major, you know, uh, renovations or decorative <laughs> changes um, because that even that can throw um, a child off. So we're really thoughtful about that. And when we do have to make, you know, go outside of that um, stability and make some changes, we also are thoughtful about that and just letting kids know what they can expect even though it might be something different. So um that was really a great lesson for for us to learn from the kids that we work with don't you think?
0: Oh oh definitely and and just when you see that how much um when children can count on something when they when it's predictable when they know it's going to be there how that alleviates that that feeling that the kids who don't have that um kind of experience this like they're always on high alert they never like it it kind of creates that anxiety of you know well what's what's going to happen now am i going here am i going there what you know who's going to pick me up what am i going to do all of these different things that keep them in that state of like a, a non relaxed state um you know yeah and i i remember this little this little um boy that i used to work with in in an elementary school and he was in first grade and oftentimes i would you know, I mean, like Jody said, I would be my consistent self and I would show up at the same time and I would be, you know, me <laughs> the same me every time. And he would he would say, often say, he'd look up at me and he'd say, Um, where am I going? Where am I going after school today? And I and he at times, like I would say probably seventy five percent of the time, he had no clue where he was going after school, and I think there were were three or four different places that this little boy would um, go after school until someone picked him up, like at dinner time or whatever. And and I thought, wow, how does that? No wonder he's not settled in school. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and and if they're not settled, if kids are not settled, they can't learn, they can't listen,
0: they're not open. Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, so you can really see how, like, I mean, I think sometimes we take for granted
0: that like a really
1: rushed morning without some stability or routine sets the kid up to, you know, for the day. And some of the reasons why our kids love school, and I don't just mean like my our personal children, I mean our kids that we see clinically as well, is because school has that stability right you know, in it as well. And so, um, and, and, you know, the teachers in the audience and the um, the teachers out there could you know, certainly um, tell us what happens when you throw a little instability into the school day as well. So it's just, you know, it's something that we really um, know. And again, even if your life is pretty chaotic, there are some things that you, you know, can do. So I wanted to talk a little bit about ways that you can create some stability you know, for your kids to help them feel, um, you know, less anxious and not on such high alert. And I love, June, when you said on high alert because to me that, you know, means also unsafe. And so stability Mm -hmm. um, really lends itself to that feeling of safeness, you know, and um, security that is so important in the lives of really all of us, but certainly our children. So... Um, I was just thinking about some of the ways that uh, that we've created aunt, um, stability in our own family with our kids. But, but then these are also ways that I'm sharing with all of you right now, but I've shared with clients um, over the last, you know, 20 years or so that have really worked. So one of them is, like, I think a lot of families do have, you know, a bedtime routine or have tried um, to have a bedtime routine. And one of the things... That is going to be important if you're going to be uh, working on something new based on what we're sharing with you. Is give yourself time to practice. It takes about 30 days for a new habit to really settle in. So give yourself some time to practice. But um, bedtime routines, can, you know, are like reading a story to your child, giving them even coming up and you know, or um, going into their bed, giving them a kiss goodnight. Something that they just know that they can count on. Um, I have a rule in my house that. Uh, my kids have to be in bed by by ten o'clock if they want that kiss goodnight, because otherwise it's not happening. So like that's a part mm-hmm. of the stability <laughs> linked right in there is that you're gonna have to come kiss me goodnight because I'm gonna be sleeping before you are um, if you don't do that. So that you know, those are just some examples. My daughter, who is um thirteen, has always listened since she was an infant actually to the same lullaby CD.
0: She still listens
1: to it every you know Mm -hmm. every night it's it's very soothing to you know to her and so that has become you know part of her personal routine that you know she goes through now and you know we can be away on vacation it's not like she necessarily and she doesn't bring it it's not like she needs it like that but it's just very settling at the end Mm -hmm. of the day so so any of those uh, oh i'm sorry that's okay i really i think they're really great but you wanted to say something too go ahead
0: well even just talking like tucking your you know yes. in family where you tuck your kids in bed and I, my my daughter would probably be um mortified if if she heard me saying this but she i, I you know i always tucked my kids in and they they claimed that i was a very good tucker and um <laughs> like i would tuck it in really tight and and for the longest time like i did this when they were little and my daughter particularly even when she got older she would love me to come in, just you know, to to kind of tuck her sheets in at night, and so that that was something that meant a lot to her, and that um, she could count on me doing.
1: Yeah, well, and I think I I appreciate that you say that. Yeah, I don't know if Leah would be entirely crazy about me sharing that she still listens to the lullaby, but I
0: think she would be okay with it. <laughs> I'll
1: just, I'll just. I'll just tell her when she comes home from school. <laughs> so, and then I beg <laughs> forgiveness, I suppose. But I, you know, I, it was funny. Even as you were saying that, I was remembering a different, from my own childhood, a level of stability because my uh, grandmother was an amazing tucker as well. And <laughs> uh, you know that when my grandma would come visit and sleep over, that was a benefit. Is that you could expect that grandma was going to tuck you in really, really tight, you know, and then give you a birdie kiss and you were good to go, you know, so I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's things like that too that then we treasure, you know, as as we get older, so um, that's a great example. I think one of the ways, because that's how you end your day and I think how you, of course how you end your day is really important, it's just so that Mm -hmm. you can be be well rested and that kind of thing, Uh, but I is also, and I know mornings can be crazy for families, absolutely crazy. And so, what, over the years, constantly, um, that has been something that I've recommended to families that they start a morning routine, even if it's just like when I go in to wake up my kids, um, Not actually my daughter wakes up early, <laughs> early now, but when I go in to wake up my son, we do a morning cuddle. So, that like that's the way he starts, not just ends his day, but starts his day, that it's not like, okay, come on, get dressed, you're late, you know, hurry <laughs> up, oh, yeah, have to lunch, blah, 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 blah. Um, the so all, all of that is anxiety uh, producing and adrenaline producing and just it's not good for your whole system. So having um, a morning routine that fits your own morning routine. I can take five minutes out of my own morning routine and getting ready for work and the rest of my day to to you know lay down and cuddle with my son. I had um, years ago. I had a client who was super anxious. She was a nine year old girl, and she was really very very anxious, um, and and didn't want to go to school. And that was a big part of um, her problem. And you know her parents really struggled with that that morning. You know how do you get her to school? And every single day it was a huge fight because she was um, really was a very unpleasant place for her, um, part you know, partly due to her own anxiety. But I asked how they started their day, and the um, her dad said, well, before she wakes up and they go into this, what had now become their routine, fight uh, about her going to school, is that, mm-hmm. um, like, he just, he just sits and reads the paper. So, you know, I talked to him about, could you sit and read the paper, like, in her bed, you know, like next her, that that became mm-hmm. part of the routine because you're calm, you're reading the paper, and she's just waking, you know, just waking up, and that's how she'll wake up, knowing her dad is there for her. And it turned out they said like after a week to just be such um, an important part of how their morning went. It just changed the nature of how they got started. They started with like peace, and they started with calmness, and they started with reading. Versus you know fighting, and so it's it's figuring out what already works for you. Because if it doesn't work for you as a parent, then trying to put it into your kid's life that's not going to be very helpful.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Um, so. um we always had we always had pizza on Fridays. We still have pizza on Fridays, but when yeah. the kids were growing up, and <clears throat> you know they're old now, and like Jody said, I'm a grandmother and. And my son now has he has pizza on Fridays with his family, so that's 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 kind of funny to see but even um other things like my my kids knew that at meal time and i i, I know it's hard um you know it's hard to get everybody <laughs> to have a meal time at the to to be available for a meal at the same time, but our rule in our house was any time that we were sitting down for a meal that we weren't <clears throat> that um the t v couldn't be on. And um, and that's something that I'm really really happy that we were um, you know that we that we were strict about because it gave us all time to kind of like connect and and really kind of value um, it's going to sound weird but value meal time um, right as kind of like a like a connecting time
1: yeah yeah no I I think that that's like that is certainly one of those things is like that there can be rules. You know, I I want this to be clear to people listening, too. There absolutely can be rules that are connected to this stability. Like June said, there's no TV, you know, while we're sitting at the table. And um, for, you know, like now um, we have, there's no electronics at the table. (laughs) Like you can't can't bring your phone or your uh, (laughs) Yeah, right, to the table. So um that you know but and that's a rule, and so that means we and this is extremely important is that means that we as parents have to follow that rule too it's the ones that are connected to disability so if if the rule is um that um there's no electronics at the table, I can't have my phone at the table and if i let's say i'm um have a client who's in crisis and I'm expecting you know a call or something like that then I might ask permission from my kids. And I know that that's going to sound really weird to some parents like, I'm not asking my kids for permission. They, you know <laughs> that's not how that works. But if it's a stability issue and it's a rule issue that's for the whole family, then it is, you know, it is up to you. This is uh, has to do with showing them respect, something we've talked about um, a few times already um, in, on our podcast is that you ask them for permission. So if it's Friday night, usually pizza night, and uh, which it is in our house too, <laughs> um, if Friday night's usually pizza night and I get an invitation to go out, you know, with my girlfriends and I'm not going to be around for that, well, then as a family we decide, okay, do they do, still do pizza night? Can we switch pizza night to Saturday? You know, that, then make other decisions. And and that helps. and I think that's really important for a variety of reasons. One, the respect reasons, certainly. But two, it also gets the idea of flexibility. So I I want to be I want to have some stability, but I don't need to have rigidity. You know? So yes we right. switch pizza next week because, you know, um we're all in the mood for, you know, something else. Nobody feels like pizza or because not everybody's gonna be home or, you know, whatever it is. So with stability, it um, has to come also a level of flexibility. Otherwise, then you have rigidity, which causes its own set of um, problems. So, um, so mm-hmm. pizza night or, is there, you know, is there like that you do certain things on the weekends or you have Sunday brunch or, you know, even just going going to church. So all of those things can be um, stability components in, in your family life. Other ideas? Where- you
0: know? I'm
1: sorry? I said, do you have any other ideas?
0: Because I was just talking for a lot. Well, and I think the important thing to remember, too, is that um, I remember back when my kids were little, it's not like every time, you know, we had the, okay, you have to get your teeth, you know, teeth brushed and pajamas on, you know, before you watch TV or or whatever it was. And I can't say that every time they did it, they were happy about it. (laughs) They didn't jump for joy. um, You know, at times they weren't real thrilled about it, but, but the, um, you know, in the end, it, it um, let's see, it, in the end, it was something, um, it, it was things that made them feel secure and that um, they were glad when they got older. They were glad because it did, they were able to see when they got older how much those, um, you know, those habits and those, those routines um, made them feel yeah. better and, and to know what to expect.
1: I'm really glad that you said that, too, because it just um, – I've now been the parent of a teenager for six weeks, so I want everybody to know
0: it's <laughs> going really well. <laughs> so far, so good. Six weeks in,
1: and uh, we're, we're doing okay. But one of the things that I noticed <laughs> is that, um, like, because because I think – um we were able to like give
0: this level of stability
1: that now um my you know my seventh grade, her, her first year in middle school she gets home she does her homework like she we i do not have to tell her and maybe this is just luck but i uh, but i i'd I like to think it has something to do with the way she was raised is that um she gets home she does her homework she has a back she does her homework and it's done before her brother gets home because he would be disruptive, mm-hmm. to, you know, to her. And, it's like, sometimes if she has something right after school, she does get um, a little bit stressed out about, like, um, I'm off my routine. And But I can see how, like, her homework doesn't stress her out because she's not up, you know, late, late at night trying to do it. She doesn't have to get up early. I remember having to get up early sometimes to do my homework, yeah. um, you know, because I hadn't I hadn't done it the night before. So I think um, that, and and when you have kids who are involved in a lot of other things, whether that um, be sports or music or, um, you know, things connected to religious activities or even going to counseling, you know, to have Mm -hmm. them be able to to have some routine. And then, like, and this is why I thought it was so timely that I'm glad that you share that, is you see, even as they get a little bit older into adolescence, they start with in, you know implementing their own routine and their own level of stability, and that grounds you know that grounds them it helps them feel you know successful and like they and they have ways to count count on themselves um so it goes from being um happening externally to happening internally and um you know that that is the prescription for good. Certainly good mental health, but also good emotional health and I think maybe um, other kinds of health as well to have that. So uh mm-hmm. Julie, we don't have a lot of time left. I don't know how this happens every time.
0: Um is there yeah. anything
1: else <laughs> that you would like to add for today?
0: Um well I had I had a, a um just a quick my granddaughter recently was in a car accident with my daughter in law and her two sisters and luckily um that everybody was okay. But my point was that, you know, this was upsetting and but the thing that she said was, But it's Tuesday and I have to go to preschool and so to her <laughs> like she was upset about this but, but it helped her to feel and and my daughter in law sent her and said, Okay, are you okay to go to school? Yep. That helped that routine, that thing that she does on Tuesdays helped her to feel um get back to normal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what a terrific example. And I think, you know, one of the reasons, and we'll do a whole show about this, is when there is tragedy, when there is a drastic change, when there is something upsetting that happens in the family, stability is will help you get through it. So um, we're almost out of time for today. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you so much, June, for um, doing this again. Have a, <laughs> have a great day. Bye.